Who is this team and just what have they done with the Calgary Flames? Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Locked on Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. We are going to talk all about that statement win last night and the overtime winner and just how far this team has come in the last three weeks. And of course, because it is Friday, we got to wrap up the show with winners and losers of the week. And there are plenty of winners this week, so I'm very excited to talk about them. But before we dive into this, make sure you are subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts and, of course, on YouTube as well. We're here for you five days a week and happy to have you here. I feel like it was written in the stars that the stars were going to score first. I don't know if there's ever a time where I'm like, oh, yeah, the Flames will score first. It's it's totally fine. No. I feel like most of us go into the game knowing that they're going to start the game from behind. At least one goal. Just one. Hopefully not two. Just one. It's not a Flames game if they're not behind at some point, right? Chris Tanev and Noah Hannafin finding the back of the net is so funny to me because, number one, Chris Tanev does not score. Noah Hannafin has had a lot of offensive upside this season, and it's just like a showcase for potential suitors. That's really what it felt like. It was kind of ironic with it being the day that Nikita Zadorov gets traded. And, you know, he was kind of highly touted last season as the offensive defenseman since Mackenzie Weger couldn't score. And then Mackenzie Weger also scores in this game. There is so much irony within the Calgary Flames organization and their little web of former players, former teams, coaches, whatever it is. There's so much that you can just giggle at. And the win last night is definitely something to giggle at because they looked good. They looked competitive. They only allowed the Stars one shot in the second period. In a whole 20-minute span, they limited the Stars, one of the best teams, not only in the West, but in the entire league, to one shot. One shot. That is something to be proud of, and that is absolutely something that is good. It is very good. And one thing I found kind of like, again, a little irony, and this might be controversial, but the Flames only took one penalty last night, and it was Chris Tanev for hooking, I believe, and that led to the Mason Marchment uh, penalty shot, which led to a goal. That's one. I don't know if there has been a game this season where the Flames have only had one penalty, and I have a feeling they're going to be taking a lot less. I think that Blake Coleman is now like going to be the running joke, I guess, to the penalty box because of you know, it was always the door off for high sticking. Blake Coleman, I feel like he is in and out, in and out, not more. It's kind of a relief. 
to only see this team on the penalty kill just once. Not even. Not even. I I appreciate everything that we have been seeing from this team, especially last night. You know, they looked engaged. They looked like they knew what they were doing, how to complete passes to their teammate without getting intercepted, without giving away the puck two million times, without flubbing. Mangiapane and Connor Zari looked so good coming off the rush that at one point I, I rewound the TV and I was like, ooh, what is that? Who is that? Because that's not the Flames. That is not the Flames, but it is. And we're going to talk more about that next because there's there's got to be some gray area here. I really like what we saw last night. Backlund's goal got overturned. The fact that Nazem Kadri had the overtime winner for the amount of crap he got at the start of the season, only having this many points and this many games, and oh, that contract's a bust, and it's like, allow more than a week to go by before we start saying these things, because while skids are bad, you gotta let someone find their footing. And this entire team has appeared to find their footing. I went into last night's game thinking that it was going to be a regulation loss because Dallas didn't want to lose to the Flames again, especially after how they lost to them last week. That is what I fully expected. I expected to Dallas, for Dallas to look like the much better team. And what what is going on? There has been a shift in the universe the Flames are starting to be good. Our contract talk's going to start. We got to be very careful with those contracts. I'm just saying we cannot give those out like Halloween candy. We just, we can't do it. Craigathy, hit my line. If you need some critical thinking and rational thinking, just, just for a minute, I'll bring you back down to earth real quick. <laughs> and I'm sure most of Flames Twitter team will too, so you can just log on to Twitter. It's fine. But the uh, shots were 34 to 16 as well. I did want to note that. Eliminating these stars to 16 shots, I feel like that's pretty good. I don't know how many off the top of my head for the Flames were like high danger shots or anything like that. But it's it's nice to see them outshoot a team by more than double in such a significant margin. I like what we're seeing. Both ends of the ice. And we're going to talk more about that coming up next because, you know, we talked a lot about this team needing a change. And just because they're playing well, that doesn't mean we can just avoid the elephant in the room. But before we do that, I do want to take a quick second here and talk to you more about FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That is $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options that include spreads, player props, over, under, and more. I like betting on games that... I have no emotional connection to, like I bet on the Rangers during the NHL playoffs, kind of cursed Chris Kreider, but that's okay. <laughs> you can get in on the action at FanDuel.com. All you have to do is visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, 
the official partner of the NFL. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out with me on today's episode of Locked on Flames. I am so appreciative of anyone that is tuning in and supporting the show in any way possible, especially after last season, because last season was just such a mess and it was hard to be positive. This year, we're still, we're finding some stable ground here. So thank you. If you you enjoy the show, make sure leave a five-star rating and nice little review on Apple or YouTube. Three weeks ago, Jonathan Huberto got benched, right? For the entire third period. I believe it was against Nashville. Oh, boy. That, that was a time. That was truly... That was that was rough. It's rough because obviously, you know, you see the distress that he is in and how disappointed in himself he is, and he knows what he's hasn't done. So that's why he's in this situation. And it it's tough as like a Flames fan because you're like ten and a half million dollars is stapled to the bench right now. What do you mean? But everything got kind of better after that. It's crazy how sending a message like that, you know, can kind of shake things up. And it's like they went through that six-game losing streak. It, like, went into a cocoon and came out a butterfly. That's really the best way I can describe it because they went through such a quick transformation. I, It's like this is a different team. You still got you know, allowing goals on the first shot, but not not everyone can win all the time. I am astonished that right here on December 1st, Jonathan Huberto, Nazem Kadri, and Elias Lindholm are sitting at the top of the team's point leaders. They are they have 15 apiece and that's where they should be. That's where those names should be, especially Huberto and Kadri. It is refreshing to see this. It's something that is expected. And when you meet that expectation, it's like, ah, yes, an epiphany has occurred. And you can kind of take a deep breath and realize, okay, things, not that bad, not that bad, right? But that does not mean the team can sweep everything under the rug because there were still issues glaring issues right in front of us in front of them and when i say the team i more so mean a management because they're kind of the ones you know that make the phone calls and make decisions the players only have so much control more so about their own uh not destiny but their own direction and career and where they want to play but there's still no high end shooting talent. There is no high-end talent, period. There's no consistent, established goal scorer. And the team getting hot does not mean they have to ignore this. They can't ignore it. This is the elephant in the room, and it has been since the season ended in April, the beginning of April. It has been almost nine months, actually eight months. We talked about it yesterday. Nick said it. 
the ship has sailed. The, t the perfect time for them to trade has sailed. That is why people are so disappointed that nothing happened over the summer. It's not the fact that, oh, like I have to watch another season of Elias and Home on the top line. No, it's not personal like that. It's just like mismanagement, I guess, uh, missed opportunity. And I completely understand things happen. This isn't, you know, I, I mean, it kind of is a science and most people know how to navigate things, but I also think things were so unclear for different players that it didn't make sense. It just didn't make sense to trade everyone because what if they did want to be here? But at the same time, Zadorov went from, oh yeah, I want to be here, to like 62 days later being like, no, get me out of here. Okay, so things can change, and I don't think that the Flames should or really can afford to put all of their eggs in one basket. I asked Nick last night on the show, hey, if you had to extend one of the pending UFAs, who would it be? And he said Dan Vladar and trade Dustin Wolf for some serious assets. And the girl was too stunned to speak. But at the end of the day, is there anyone that you are truly invested in trading or extending rather? Noah Hannafin wanting that kind of money is outrageous. Elias Lindholm in long term does not look good. We don't know what's going to happen with Oliver Shillington. We don't know if Chris Tanev is going to be traded. I would love for the Flames to sign him for another year. I think that that would be, it wouldn't hurt the Flames. It would do pretty well. I just am very concerned that this is where we're at. They traded Zadorov. That's one of the things they wanted we've been asking for to make a move and trade the people that don't want to be here. Craig Conroy has said it how many times. If you don't want to be here, let me know so I can get you out. We don't want hostages. And that is completely fair because how many of us have gone to a job that just is not where we want to be. And not like a, oh, like I'd rather be at home, like sitting on the couch, but an environment where they aren't, where you aren't thriving, where you aren't getting recognition, where you don't feel appreciated. That's not fun. Why would you want to go there every day? And if there's a better, better opportunity, and words are in quotes for those not watching on YouTube, you take it. Because sometimes the grass is greener on the other side. And best of luck to Zdorov in Vancouver. And Vancouver comes to Calgary tomorrow night. So I'm very interested to see how they will do this little tribute video. I mean, it's it doesn't take forever to put them together. Uh, but that is a very quick turnaround time. <laughs> and I'm... I'm not purposely trying to be negative because I think that it is so easy to do with this team because you can find one thing and just harp on it. I could sit here for 30 minutes and just tear Craig Conroy to shreds. And I don't want to do that. Zadorov's return was underwhelming. It, we've said it. We've all seen it. it it's agreed upon. But I want to sit here and talk about the nitty gritty stuff that, you know, it's, it's kind of fun. <laughs> And not as, uh, you know, detrimental to one's, I don't want to say health, but sometimes you just got to have a little positive in your life. Regardless of where this team is, 
and where they go right now is something that should be appreciated. Playing good hockey should always be appreciated. And for once, I think most people aren't overcome with like this severe amount of dread, this amounts uh, amounts <laughs> immense amount of dread when they turn on their TV to Sportsnet to tune into the Flames. That's just my opinion. I feel like it's a lot easier to watch them now than it was during that six-game skid, and that's all we can ask for. But coming up next, we are going to wrap up the show with my favorite segment of the week, and that would be winners and losers of the week. But before we do that, I do want to take a quick second here and talk to you about another app that we love to use here at Lockdown NHL, and that would be the Sleeper app. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. The Flames could hoist the Stanley Cup and you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is the number one choice for Daily Fantasy sports and especially Daily Fantasy hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy hockey contests. I think, you know, with the Oilers heating up, you can kind of count on Dreisaitl and McDavid for some, you know, easy money there. And entries can be made in under a minute. There's a group chat option so you can connect with other fans. Super easy, super fun to use. And all you have to do is pick whether studs like McDavid, Ovechkin, Crosby, or McKinnon will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, plus, minus, and more in a given game. To win 100 times your bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Flames fans. You can win 100 times your money by playing daily fantasy hockey with sleeper. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you will get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Thank you everyone for tuning into today's episode of Locked On Flames. You know, just make sure you're subscribed wherever you're getting your podcasts and on YouTube as well. Always appreciate the positive comments because sometimes people are just a little mean for no reason. But let's start with the winner of the week. I am so happy to say this, but it is Oliver Shillington. Ryan Leslie tweeted a video this morning of him back on the ice skating Max Bell Arena with some of the players, some of the Wranglers today. And that is just so exciting. And so great to see, not only because, you know, we've missed him on the back end, but because he's taking steps and doing better. Mental health isn't a joke. Like, if it is so severe that you have to give up your job to take care of yourself and better yourself, that you have to give someone credit for fighting through all of that. And you know, there's no timetable on his return, but just seeing him back on the ice with teammates is so exciting. And Ryan Husk is going to talk to the media here a little bit later today, but it's refreshing to see something 
so good come out of of his journey of his uh recovery and him taking care of himself but i do want to just add this little tidbit here him and kevin rooney can come off of ltir at any point because uh that threshold for minimum games which i believe is 24 uh has passed it's been lifted so or it's been passed hasn't been lifted the rule is still in place but so they're free to come back whenever I mean, there again, there's no timetable on either's return. I know that Pelletier is also assumed to be skating relatively soon. Very exciting. And it's nice to see because there are times where you are just, I don't want to say left in the dark, but, you know, there's that un- factor of not knowing where, you know, like how one of your favorite players is doing. And usually... uh Shilly is very active on social media when he is back out on the ice and to let, I feel like it's, you know, to let people know that he's, he's hanging in there. He's doing pretty well and just great to see him out there today. And the flames actually just posted pictures of him and saying, it's great to have you back. Let me actually love to see you back on the ice today. Shilly with the heart emoji. It's so refreshing. It's it's nice. It's a great way to end the week or the work week. My loser of the week. Uh, this is for the more online pop culture gossip girlies that may listen to the show. And it doesn't necessarily have to be girls. But if you're into online drama, gossip, celebrities, pop culture, Dumois. Dumois is probably going to get sued. <laughs> um, They have... If you don't know who what this is, this is basically an Instagram account that has built their platform off of like blind items, anonymous, not always verified uh, with the correct sources of like celebrity information, sightings, and there's been a few instances of uh, the NHL making it on there, but the NHL reports are so fake because they talk about the players flying commercial after the game. Does not happen. So again, take everything with a grain of salt. But last night, one of the most powerful publicists in the industry got online and basically said, none of what you're posting here is true. Stop it. You are causing more harm than good. And I suggest you stop before legal gets involved. And they doubled down. <laughs> so I don't know. That, that's big loser energy to me. Just to kind of say like, oh, I don't make money off of what I do. They're constantly pro. Mind you, this is an anonymous account. We don't know who this person is. They make money off of brand deals and whatnot. So yeah, I mean, that's that, I guess. It's just, it's icky. It's gross to speculate about people's uh, tragedies. You know, you can interpret music and social media posts in certain ways, but it's gross. I suggest if you're looking for more information, you go on Twitter and find it because I could do a whole episode on it, but we're here to talk hockey. So again, remember, consider your sources where you're getting your hockey media news. If you want real hockey gossip, go to Tumblr, go to Twitter. There, There are much better, you know, vetted sources (laughs) but 
That does it for me here on today's episode of Locked on Flames. Thank you so much for sticking around and hanging out with me because it's December 1st. We have survived the first two months of the season. We're going to be rolling into the, the third here tomorrow night against the Canucks. So make sure you're tuned in there. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast wherever you get your shows. And, of course, on YouTube as well. And you can follow me on uh, X at Jess Belmosto. And I will see you all on Monday, unless Craig Conroy gets to work between now and then.